It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Experience the unconventional, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. That wasn't the song I was expecting to hear, um, but I like that. I like that a lot. Who was that? Hang on a second. I've got too many windows. That was Brett Smiley. Va 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 voom. I, I, honestly, I found this. I'm going to give you some amazing podcasts to listen to. I, actually, I think I've only got two. Um, let me give them to you in a minute. If you want to call in, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Jim Bob just told me that he got an email from the Carter store saying they'd sold loads of copies of that book. So thank you, team. That's great. Honestly, it's such. Excuse me, Windy Pops. It's such a funny book. It's it's delightful. It's charming. It's um. It's the least arrogant pop star book I've ever read. It's full of self doubt. Self-deprecation, shyness, and embarrassment. Yeah. And I'd forgotten that was the word he used to describe, you know, going from playing several thousand seaters to doing a tour with the next band, thinking, well, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll probably get about half, three quarters of the Carter crowd and playing to 14 people. And he was embarrassed. And I get that. I've been sat on shows and I've been embarrassed. You know, I've done live stuff and hardly anyone's turned up. And I've been, I've been embarrassed. It's not a shame or a, 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 a red, it's embarrassing. He's so nice, isn't he? He's so nice. And he's kind of charming, oh. slightly awkward. I mean, I like he's so nice, though. I like that guy a lot. Anyway, I've just, um, if you want to uh, order the book, Jim Bob from Carter. Uh, if you go to Carter USM store, you can get it there. You can get it from Amazon and all the usual places. But if you get it there, I think I think the artist gets a few more quid in their pocket and you get it signed. You get a bookmark. You get a bookmark. Come on, we all need to keep our places. Yeah, yeah, bookmark. <laughs> yeah, bookmark. Um, 0344 uh, Let's go to, is, now, how do I pronounce this? Is it Kiana? Yeah, hi. Hey, Ki- oh, I've just look at that, Kiana. I've just broken my um, headphones. Hang- slide back on. Yes, it will slide. Back- yes, it will- <laughs> yes, it will. But the the pin has come out that keeps it in. Oh dear! Right, well, there's another pair there. <laughs> well, no, hang on, no, hang on, Kiana. Be a bear with us, Kiana. No, there should be. Hang on, I'm going to stand up. Your call is important. To us. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't want the headphone. All I want is this. <laughs> is this black bit. 
Oh. Hang on, Kiana. I'm here. I know, we're coming, honestly. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> no, I no, because if I do no. Don't get angry with me for being practical. You're not being practical, you're being not. Hang on, Kiana. We're coming. <laughs> God. He's just breaking Sarah, in with a pair of headphones. Headphones like this Needlessly. Can you try and get oh, that black God. bit off, please? I mean And when you get it off, bring it in. <laughs> Sorry, Kiana. Well, no, because this this won't work now. Can you not just this... hold it on like you're doing um, Band-Aid or something? Oh, have you got sellotape? Yes, I have. Get some sellotape. All right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Good evening, Kiana. What can we do for you this evening? Oh, my goodness. You... Hi, Ian. Are you OK? I'm, I'm lousy, but apart from that, I'm great. <laughs> yeah, you are pretty, pretty lousy, aren't you? Honestly, you've actually made me feel quite calm now. It's really, really calm. nervous. Calm. Meditation yeah. is the key. Focus. Well, I was very, very... <laughs> Focus. I was actually quite nervous, like, knowing that I was going to talk to you, but I've wanted to talk to you for a while anyway. And I, know, did, I think you, didn't you, you call us, um, didn't you call last week wanting to speak to us and then you didn't come on air or something? Yeah, because I fell asleep. You tell me about it. It's, I've, I fall asleep during during this show sometimes. That's how it happens. It's a lousy show. <laughs> Go on. But you've, ca- you've called no, in now. All is good. Are you? What can we do for right, you? I'm just going to turn you up. Now, I've started being a bit... Okay, it's all that technology, isn't it? And that, I'm, I'm having a moment just like you now. I feel a lot calmer. I'm glad that just happened, you know. I'm fixing my headphones with gaffer tape while I'm talking <laughs> to you. They say things happen for a reason, don't they? Which we all know yeah, that they do. The reason and is that, that happened, this is a crappy so station that won't spend any money on equipment. Just well, I'm glad that happened because it just. Compl- I'm going to be selfish now. My heart rate is back to its normal pace. That's great. That's it. That's what we need. That's what we need. Yeah, so I'm really glad that I'm speaking to you anyway. I hope I don't ramble on. I just don't feel as nervous now, yeah, but I just wanted to speak to you about some stuff. Go on, what can we do for you? Yeah, but first of all, I have to say, okay, that I think you're an incredible guy. Um, You really are an amazing person. And what you did in December for that guy, Chris, you know, I'm not being awful to you, because I like to be on I'm Celebrity and everything like that. But once I seen what you did and heard about that, I very much warmed to you more and engaged with you mentally, even though I didn't know you, if that made sense. I um, um, there's 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 um, I'm reminded that there was a PS over the weekend about that story. Yes. Mm. I um, no, not that you're thinking. I got a f- I was with my boys at the weekend, Kiana, mm. and um, I the phone rang and it was a number I didn't recognise. And normally I don't answer it, but I answered it and I went hello. And a woman said hello. Who is this, please? And and mm. I said no no, who is this, please, to her. And she went, is that Ian? And I'm thinking, oh, sugar, man, what what have I done now? Uh, and I said, who is this? And anyway, long and short of it is, this was the partner of that gentleman. Wow. And once I'd made the connection, and I sat there with my boy, and I went, okay, right, okay. Um, I, I, I've realised who this is. How, is. how is Chris doing? And she went, well, why don't you ask how I'm doing? And I turned, I looked oh. at my I looked at my nine-year-old son and we were building something and I went, nah, not today. I said, okay, thanks very much for the call. I'm going to have to let you go now. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. And that was, it was a weird, it was a weird vibe. Anyway, sorry, Kiana, to interrupt. Yeah. It was a weird vibe. No, 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 that's fine. Yeah, wow, yeah. Oh, anyway, gosh, go on. Mad. Go on. Yeah, um, obviously, like, I didn't know where to start and I didn't want to, like, you know, because sometimes like, when you talk to people, it's 
sometimes things can go on for hours, can't they? And yes. certain, obviously it's not going because there's no way. So I'm trying to no cut things down as much as I can. Yeah. But um, I just wanted to be as honest as I can because I'm a mental health campaigner anyway. And, um, yeah, and suicide awareness and stuff like that. I'm massively passionate about a lot of things. Yes. And but also um, I, the thing is, I don't want to get emotional, but sometimes you do. And then it's not OK. You shouldn't mask your pain anyway or you're upset or your emotions at the end of the day. You don't know where they're going to take you at one moment, you know. Yeah. And yeah, so I thought I sort of sat here for a while. Like you said, I was going to call you last week and that as well. But I sort of thought, you know, you've got it at the end of the day, you know, I don't want people to be upset when I speak of something, but at the same time, you know. Okay. Well, don't worry about, say, don't yeah. worry about how other people are going to react or what they're going to feel. Yeah. That's their, uh, their thing. But go on. So what, what is it you want yeah. to say? Yeah, well, basically in that, you know, it's been a very, very hard year for me. When I found out what you did with, you know, for Chris and different things, and not just that, you know, they always say you don't know what's going on underneath a person. And obviously I did my mental health campaign in 2017 in May. And that went really, really well. And it was the first time, you know, we're not going into too much. You know, I had a bit of a traumatic childhood and all of that. But yeah. you get over it as much as you can. Raising care and all of that. I like to think I'm an independent thinker. I'm quite positive, you know. Being let down by the local authority a lot. But, you know, that's a different story at the end of the day. But I've always sort of fight for what I believe in. I'm that kind of person that always does. But um, about a year, it actually, um, about a year ago, just over that, unfortunately, well, last February, I got rushed into hospital with mental and physical exhaustion. I was very ill, Ian. Um, but before that, I'd broken my foot. I was very, very unwell. I was getting rushed to hospital, loads of physical illnesses. My doctors, let me just say, first of all, before I carry this conversation on, if you want to interrupt, carry on, honestly, just because okay. I want you to think I'm taking either. No, I'm listening. Cut on short, they were incredible with my doctors. I'm not going to fault them. I've written a couple of blogs on them. I love my doctors. All of my doctors in Northern Surgery are incredible. They okay. have been so supportive. I must say that. And Wiltshire, please, actually. I'm not going to, you know, you know, and I've not always felt comfortable with the place. They have been very supportive okay. in the emergency services. NHS have been incredible with me. I'm proof of that, living proof of what they've done okay. to me over this I'm just, I'm just going to just tug ever so slightly on the fishing line and just bring you back to... Because I, I get the, the vibe I get from you, Kiana, is you can talk for yeah. England. And oh, no. you're, you're like oh, no. me in that you we oh, can God. both go off on tangents plenty. So yeah. I'm just going to yeah. just just put you ever so slightly back to the focus of what it is you want to... What, I still don't quite know what's happened and where okay, we are now. Right, then. Sorry. OK, then. So cut long story short, I got rushed into hospital Too mental late. physical exhaustion last February. Yeah. And then I basically was put on treatment. Um, I've got a daughter. My daughter's just turned 11. But I was put on treatment and the, the tr treatment that I went on made me react to it very badly. I was put on a psychotic drug. It turned out I shouldn't have gone on it and I should have been in hospital for a couple of weeks. Cut long story short, people make mistakes. That's what had happened. Yes. Months later, unfortunately, you know, I was in hospital for three months instead of two weeks. Very, very unwell last year. And then I ended up getting a blood clot. I was very ill. It spiralled wow. back. Yeah, loads of other stuff. Yeah. And I had to take myself to A&E out of the hospital that I was in because they thought I was just being crazy and stuff because of my medication or whatever, which I knew there was something wrong with my leg. Went there. Cut long story short, I had the clot. Ended up getting put on medication. My daughter was with friends. The local authority then by then had chipped in. 
you know, and stuff like that. So that was quite hard because I raised my daughter for 10 years on my own, you know. Yeah. Tried my best to be the best mum that I could possibly be. And it was a shock, to be honest, Ian. When I woke up from this, they said it was like being in a coma for about six weeks. I didn't know what was going on. Lost most of my time that I was in hospital through. I just don't know what was going on because of the medication that I yeah. was on. Come out of hospital in the June last year, and it was the most hardest journey for me. Um, you know, I'm not being awful because people really need to be aware that when people are going through a hard time, and I'm not trying to act like a victim, some people don't know what went on. People judge people, but, you know, people need to back off, really. Yes. And, um, yeah, and I just got really, really bad. I had to have nurses helping me cross the road when I'd come back home, really looking after me. And then I got rushed into hospital again because my mental physical, well, because I hemorrhaged and stuff after that, going back into the court about my daughter. And unfortunately, um, you know, I lost her. Um, so you lost. You, so what? Your, your your daughter got put into care, did she? She went to go and stay with my friend in February last year. Um, yeah. One of my friends took care of her, two of them for two weeks. Um, a married couple and um, with their little girl, they looked after her, and she still stayed in the same school. So I was really pleased about that. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks after, the local authority were calling around, rallying around my friends to see who else could take her. And then a really good family took her in, and she's been there ever since for a year. Um, the local a local authority. Sorry, carry on. No, do you do you get to do you get to see her or speak no, to her? No, this is the hardest thing to be honest. If I'm trying not to get emotional, but I don't want to get upset. But at the same time, you know, I'm trying to um, deal with emotion now and and what's happened. It's like I've grieved a lot to be honest. Yeah. But so you, when was when the last you, time you spoke to her? I haven't. I last spoke to her seven months ago. Oh man, I can't. That that was that was on the phone, by the way. But the last time I seen her was two months ago. Um, but in the June, I had to go back. I, I was only allowed to see her for two hours a week, supervised. Yeah. My, my doctors was upset. My doctor was crying, Ian. Um, a police officer, he was really upset. I spiralled out of control. And then obviously I had to keep on going back and to, to the courts. Um, but they were like, saying, oh, you, you, can, you know, if you carry on the way you are, you'll be able to get your daughter back and blah, blah, blah. I did everything that they wanted me to do. And they were trying to say that I was deluded by then. I had to see loads and loads of psychologists. Everyone was coming out with the same. And they said it was stress-induced, like some kind of organic thing yes. to your brain because I was physically unwell. I had anemia, blood clot, I hemorrhaged. And they thought, then I thought I'd cancer, my blood, everything. Without going into it, there's so many infections and viruses on morphine. I was on steroids. I was in intensive care. They were going to give me a blood transfusion. And they were still chipping at me, the local authority. And it was just horrendous back and two. And then sadly, in November, I, I, I don't feel ashamed of it. You know, I'm not saying be proud of yourself if you're going to try and commit suicide it's the worst pain you know but in the november it was my daughter's birthday in the november i'd missed the summer's always that kind of year for me and my daughter you know it's summer holidays yes. work yourself up have summer together then it's going back to school in the year in the september then it's halloween in the october november it's a birthday then it's christmas i missed all of that i missed her last and year it got, it got too it got too much yeah, and yeah, it did. And to be honest, I've gone through a lot in my life, not like thinking, yeah, I'm the warrior. And I've had a lot of pain in my life, being in care and my sister passing away and lots of people that I know that have committed suicide through care and stuff like that. But I've always pushed and pushed and been a positive person, tried to make a change and, and being that real proof for my sister. She's watching over me and the angel, you know, that I, I'm going to promise that I will fight for what I believe in and to try and get justice. But 
unfortunately, it just got the better of me. A load of people bullying me really badly. People are going to go to about three shops in my town. I'm going to have, I'm going to move now because I've decided it's best for my daughter because she can't just bump into me and it's not fair. And then, yeah, in the November, just before I went to court, I did try and take my own life. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that it. Um... Uh, I feel like I turned a corner there just before well, you speak. Oh, OK. Well, I was about to say, I'm sorry yeah. that it got to a place where that seemed like an option. And trust me, I know mm. what it feels like to have to be confronted and think, well, do you know what? If I was dead, that would kind of solve everything. I, yeah, I've, well, I've been there the recently. Yeah, it was the pain that yeah. hurt so bad. Yeah. I'm sorry mm. that you got, it got that painful. It's horrendous. I, I identify, you know, different yeah. story, but I identify. But you say you turned a corner. So where are you um, now then, Kiana? Well, I'm at home, obviously, and based in Cannes. I don't mean physically, where are you, you muppet? Oh, I mean, oh, where okay. are you in your journey of life? Oh, <laughs> where are you now? I'm in my living room. Where, I'm in well, my living room. OK, well, I bet it's a lovely living room. Uh, but okay, where, so where, where are you now in terms of emotionally and, and how you're feeling and stuff? Emotionally, I feel a lot better. OK. Um, I think I've learnt because... I realised my daughter wanted to stay, you know, it was very hard and the local authority said it and my barrister was like sort of blown away with it, but we found out that she wanted to stay where she was. So obviously, well, she'd been there for a year. She's built really good relationships with people that she's with. And the only thing, to be honest, that's keeping me really going and strong is knowing that my daughter's happy. That's all that matters to me. Um, You know, it's like, you know, every every child like deserves to be heard and and to be loved and wanted and to be safe and knowing that she's with a good family you know it's my friends and I've known them obviously things have gone a bit up in the air at the minute because there's a lot of pain and anger but for me can I I ask a question so I'm still slightly confused can I ask a question I'm going to use rather blunt street language that I hope you won't be offended by here we go this is it I hope that you won't be offended I know you won't because I I think we're similar Um, do do the family and mm. your daughter not want her to see you because here comes the blunt bit they think you're too mm. nuts do you know what that's funny that you said that because I've been assessed by a psychologist yeah. and the consultant psychiatrist said it and the psychologist as well that have come to see me and have been observed in my house and I had to go through hours and hours of cross-examination they said it was due to being stress-induced and it was due to physically being unwell but yeah they're they're making it out like that now yeah local authority are they say they said I'm deluded um, and all of this but the fact is they knew what I've been through all my life yeah Yeah. they were aware of me because I raised my daughter for 10 years on my own and in fact um, I spoke to him a while ago and said I was on my knees and I spoke to my doctor every time I went to go and see my doctors told them that was going on but as the doctor said in Northlands he had so many physical illnesses yeah. it, it mentally washed me out and I know it sounds bad because I don't want people to feel sorry for me do you know all I wanted? I just wanted my brain to just be turned off like yeah. I wished at one point I was a robot or I was plugged in just unplug me just leave me my yeah. brain was constantly and it was just too much what is it did they have you had like a like a proper diagnosis like bipolar or or no, no, something nothing. like that nothing no it, it was are it you was seeing um, are you speaking to like a mental health team or a doctor on a regular basis I speak to my doctors yeah okay good and obviously but I've been assessed by psychologists yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to have treatment for trauma work. Yeah, good. But they said it was a stress it breakdown due to stress induced, yeah. which was due to physical illness, which yeah. hit me over the edge because what? I've always got 
would, got on with it, you see. I, I, listen, I'm not telling you what to do or anything. I'm just kicking some thoughts around that in my yeah, head. Would, on, would, would, moving, would moving away mm. and then having to start again with a new doctor, would that, would that help you? Or you know would I that like be a step backwards? That. I like that you said that, actually, because yeah. that's something that I've discussed with my friends because trust is everything for me. And, yeah. you know, like um, my doctors have been... In, I know I keep them going on, they are amazing. Yeah. All the time, and they've then why would really you want to? Why would you want to? I can understand why you want to move away for your daughter's sake, but mm. why would you want to start again with a new doctor who maybe isn't quite so fantastic? Because I worry. Because I feel like I need to put my daughter's well-being first. And if I if I bump into her in town, this is what they've done. Say if I bump into her anywhere, anywhere in the community, I'm allowed to say hello and give her a hug and just walk away. That's it. Okay. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah, For it must years, be. It must be. It must how, be. How dare they to do this? Yeah. It's just outrageous. But here's, 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 um, yeah, uh, yeah, totally. But if that's the rule, then you have to adhere to the mm. rule, obviously. And I, yeah. I, I, I can't even begin to imagine what's that, what that's like. And any good parent mm. will put their kid before them. That's that's what being a parent yeah. is about: is sacrificing. Mm. Um, but you do also have to be aware and take care of your own mental health and. I just, mm. you know, if you go to, I've been to a new doctor's before. I'm seeing my new doctor on Wednesday, and I've mm-hmm. been to a new doctor before. And you think, ah, she's not as good as the last guy I had, and she's not even looking at me when I'm talking to her. You know, it yeah. could be, it, if you've got a really good doctor, it, it can be tricky to get that same relationship mm. with a new GP. And also, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. You got to look at the, you got to take a step back and look at the picture, and, and not just the frame, mm-hmm. right? You got to look yeah. at the whole movie and not just the one frame. Uh, this is mm-hmm. this is where you are at with your daughter now, who is ten years old, right? She just turned eleven. No, yeah, just turned 10. eleven. Okay, she fine. Was with me. Yeah. Well, when she turns fourteen, mm. she might change her mind about seeing you. When she turns twelve, yeah, she might though, change her mind. Sorry, I just miss her so much. I know you do. I know you do. But here's the thing: so when she turns twelve, or when she turns sixteen, or when she turns eighteen, she might completely change her mind and want to seek you out so i'm not i'm not been seeing me and wanted to see me though but i've chose not to see her since the court case and what happened because i want the my lawyer to write to them with different things because they put so much pressure on us and i felt like my daughter needed that space are you legally allowed to see your daughter yeah twice a week for two hours but every time i see her it hurts so bad when i leave it just it throws me back and i'm not is is um, okay. Remember, we were talking about putting our kids before us. Yeah. And I can't even begin to imagine the pain that that must be when you have to say goodbye. But, 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 mm. is there it's not horrible. something? Yeah, of course it is. Is there not mm. something? Again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just kicking ideas around. If no, you're allowed like to see it, yeah. her twice a week for two hours mm. each time, mm. she, um, uh, then do it. Yeah, but I'm worried that she doesn't want to see me though. Has she said she doesn't? Has she said she doesn't want to see you? No, then but do I'm just it. worried that she feels like she has to see me because I'm her mum, and I, I just then, I want her to. Then be do able it to... and have that conversation with her and say, "Look, um, have okay, say well, what you said. Say what you said to me. Say it to her." Saying, look, I don't well, want you to do... If you don't want to do this, you don't have to. I want you to be happy. You are everything to me. This breaks my heart, but um, you, you... In fact, don't even say that bit. But hmm. say what you said to me. Say, look, if you're, if you're seeing me because you feel you have to and you feel guilty, then you don't have to. Yeah, but they don't let me say certain things like that. And they cut, because it's supervised, and every time I go to say something, they... 
you know, they always say, oh, what's appropriate and what's not. And OK, well, I, I get that. They've got, they've got um, yeah. things They won't even let me write her. to her. OK. Uh, legally, yeah. are you not allowed to write to her? Well, the lawyers, well, obviously the local authority, because they got, like, the shared thing, didn't yeah. they? Like, they had 50% and I had 40, whatever, you know, like, basically just had about, just a little bit more than me. OK. And then okay. she went on, but my barrister said things can change once they see that I'm well and stuff like that. See, but my, it, it was only because she said she wanted to say where she was. All right. My, 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 well, there's, ah, yeah, there's a difference, though, between mm. wanting to live in one place and mm. not wanting to see your mum. Those are two different things. Maybe she wants mm. to live in what, in this place because, and I'm just guessing, because it feels safe and it feels secure and it's stability, but she yeah. still wants to see her mum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I sort of thought because it must have put the wind up her when I wasn't well. But the thing is, so many people have, like, said different things to her. Yeah. And, you know, the local Don't... authority have not... Yeah. I don't feel like they've encouraged our relationship. And, well, then you need to encourage. Silly, you you need to encourage. It for it. two and a half years. Yeah. You, know? you need I to encourage. Closing. You need to. If, if okay, maybe maybe the the, the council are saying bad things about you. I suspect mm. they're not, but I don't mm. know the situation, so maybe they are. But yeah. if, if, if even if they were discouraging her, then you need to show show willing and say, look, or, you know, not literally say it, but by being there, you are saying without using the words, look. People are, are giving me a shit time and they may be not, you know, trying to keep us apart. But I'm your mum yeah. and I'm here and it's three o'clock on a Tuesday and I'm here for two hours and we let's chat, let's mm. draw, let's colour, let's read, let's do whatever it is we're allowed to do because I love you. Yeah. And then I'll go and then I'll come and see you on Thursday at three o'clock and we'll do the same thing. Mm. And, it, you know, and if you if you can't make it one week because you want to go and hang out with your mates, you know what? That's up to you. That's your choice. But I'm here and I will be here at all these sessions that we're, we're allowed to. And let's see mm. if we can't build... Um, you know, rebuild our relationship. Well, thank you, Ian. Because you don't That's sound so nuts lovely. to me. You just know what to say. No, don't well, you? no, I'm just guessing. I but... was seeing it though. I don't want you to think I'd just give up. I, I went Good. like two for now and everything, but it was only when the court case was uh, in the December, yeah. and it was so harrowing and such a mess. And I, you know, to be honest, if it wasn't for Wiltshire Police, I wouldn't be here. Because then I got Good. lost. You know, at one point I got lost, and they were they. There was a police search for me at one point, and then um, yeah, and the police. Well, you've had a, you've about... had an adventure. You've had a tough time, and you've not been well, yeah. and you, maybe you're still yeah. not well. Um, oh no, but... I'm, I'm well now. I'm fine. It was, right. It's heartbreak. Well, then go I'm and go and be well. there for your daughter four hours a week. Yeah, it's when you're heartbroken. Yeah, you know, there's you know people always try and pinpoint a situation. You're heartbroken or upset or angry. Let's pin. I wouldn't even be ashamed if I said I had a mental health problem now or whatever. I wouldn't be ashamed. But the fact is, it's the physical pain that you know some people can't live with pain when they even split up with their their husband or their boyfriend or whatever, lose their job. It's it's the pain I can't deal with. No, People can do anything they like to me. Say whatever you want well, to, but when it's physical pain like that... go and bask in the sunshine glory of your daughter's beautiful smile for four hours a week. <laughs> That's the best medicine, man. I can't believe it. <laughs> That's the best medicine. Oh, you just get the heartstrings here, don't you? Well, I don't know. It's You're just so lovely. Um, Kiana, listen, I've I got, I got to go. Give us a call later yeah. in the week if you want, OK? I'm glad we yeah, finally got to speak. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, yeah, and I just wanted to be honest, really, because I didn't want to upset all, all of my friends and my followers and different things like that and just, like, shock them with all that stuff. But you're right, it's never the answer. And you just got to no. try and get through things best way you can. Yeah. And Honesty sometimes you've got to hit rock bottom to get better, you know? Yeah, you're right. Hey, listen, it's really nice to talk to you. I bet you're an amazing mum. 
and um, mm. go and rebuild that relationship, okay? And we'll speak Aww. soon. Yeah, thanks, Ian. Take, Take care, care. Yeah. love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, what a nice lady. Gosh, she's had some adventures, hasn't she? What a nice lady. Um, it's tough, isn't it? It's tough. Uh, it's tough being a grown-up. <laughs> it's tough. Um, Dredge, stay there. Uh, Giselle, stay there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio, twenty-four hour radio debate and entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Excuse me. Oh, Dad. Hello, I'm Martin Kellner. And I'm his daughter, Ruthie. We do a podcast. It's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. In which I tell him how he's wrong about most things. And I explain to her who the Bee Gees were. It's on Acast and Apple Podcasts. And all your favourite podcast providers. It's a unique generation gap conversation between a baby boomer dad... And his Generation Z daughter. That's Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Brand new episodes every Thursday. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ah, oh, man. Um, sat at the boys this weekend. It, wasn't, it was a tough weekend because I was feeling lousy. I've been feeling very, very low. I'm, I'm putting on a smile today, but flipping it, man, it's been tough. And Sunday did not go well. Because the two projects I initiate, uh, initiated, yes, that doesn't feel right. But it, and yet it's so right. Um, both ended badly. Why? The first one was my sister gave me a crystal radio kit from the science museum for eight and up. She said, "Oh, you might want to do that with the boys." So I was like, "All right, we'll do it. We're doing it." Sunday we did it. And we got it out, and it started off quite well. And um, let me show you a picture of the. Uh, Youngest, whilst um, I really have no because they like building stuff, don't they? They like building stuff, don't they? They really do. But um, whilst I was, oh, I haven't got the where's the oh, that'd be well, so I'm building stuff with the eldest, and I turn around, and that's the youngest. Oh, okay, that's not helpful, is it? <laughs> he's Darth up. Vader mask, on. Got, he's found a Darth Vader mask, right? It's full Darth Vader, and then he's waving a lightsaber. So we're we're building this crystal radio. The first like four steps are easy. Step five, it suddenly gets insanely hard, uh-huh. insanely hard. And I could see the youngest was in, the eldest was enjoying it. And then at step five, I could see him sort of glaze over a bit, and I'm having to take over and do it. Yeah, right. Which is I, not the idea. We're there for about forty five minutes, and, I, and the youngest had gone off to play Roblox. And I said, I said, dude, and he knew that I wasn't very well this weekend, so he was try, he was really trying to. Um, be good is <laughs> what he was trying to do he's trying to be good because he knew that i was struggling a little bit and uh but i don't I, i'm really i don't want them to feel they have to do stuff because i'm not feeling well for me because that's not i don't want them to pair at me because that's not what it's about and I'm, I'm very clear on that and i was saying look dude listen this is this is tricky this is fiddly if you want to go and play with your brother you can go he said, no no i'm gonna stick with you and i said dude honestly and then after about another 10 minutes i went here's the thing 
not only is this tricky, this is really, really boring. And he went, yeah. He oh. said, said, mate, go and play with your brother. I'll do this. And when it's done, I'll call you back in and we'll, we'll listen to the crystal radio. And he said, I don't want I said, go, do, go on. So he went on. He Did said, you are you sure? Um, so I made it. So I made a crystal radio kit, right? And um, I reminded, actually, I made a crystal radio kit when I was when I was seven on my own. And you know the, the thing that these two crystal radio kits had in common? They don't work? Couldn't get too much. <laughs> Couldn't get either. I remember, I remember, first of all, I remember the first one I made. It's, you had a wire for the aerial and a wire for the earth. And right. I remember going out in the garden, garden and putting the... For the, the earth. For the earth, yeah. But it didn't work. And I'm there going... An hour, over an hour I've spent building this piece of crap and it doesn't it doesn't work and the boys are a bit disappointed but I put it in the bin second thing see there's a reason why people don't build their own radios yes second thing we made cupcakes oh yeah you're excited about that we made chocolate cupcakes okay, and we were eating with cane in that chocolate cake mixture nom, 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 it's delicious and I said we've got to save some put it in the cakes and put it in the cakes then while it's in the oven we're making chocolate buttercream in anticipation nom, 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 just cane in I made like but made sh- shed loads we had we had five times the amount of buttercream that we needed, right? And then I took the cakes out after twenty minutes. That well, they hadn't risen, and they were burnt. They were burnt. The oven was too hot. I think is the, I think that's what that is because that oven gets hot. I should have used there's a cake oven in one. I've got an Arga. I've got no idea how to use it. I should have gone for the, there's a cake one. One of those underneath is a cake one. I don't know what the difference is. Don't look at me. But it because that oven gets hot. I followed the instructions perfectly, yeah. but it gets it gets a lot hotter, and so the cakes were ruined, and the crystal radio was ruined. Ah. So that so that was lousy. It was lousy dredge. Well, what is the difference between a normal radio and a crystal radio? Crystal radio, you don't need batteries. Don't you? No, you don't need any power for it. No, crystal radio, it's, uh, it's called a crystal because you have a, a diode that is used. I know because I read, I read the boring history bit at the start thinking this would be a fun project. You have a diode that um, uh, captures that and the coil just it's powered purely by the radio signals themselves you don't need you know so it's before like people have plugs and stuff so then i'm on ebay looking at buying a crystal radio. this is how nuts i am buying a crystal radio i didn't but i did put a bid in for a cb what huh? a cb yes i did mate. <laughs> really up with the times yes mate. breaker breaker one nine etc yeah um so it was that's it, a great idea get some cbs going well i do you know i every 10 every five to eight years in my since being a professional broadcaster i will buy a cb realize nobody's listening and i will throw it away about two years later and i bought one um with 11 o'clock show money and i lived in a nice house tap for towers and i bought a big aerial and I've shoved in it like big aerial, like a 12 foot aerial. I didn't want to pay to get it put on the roof. So I just shoved it out the window and I got some cab drivers and a racist trucker. Then I got rid of that when we moved. And then I bought um, a handheld about six years ago and couldn't get anyone on it and chucked it away. And now, now I've put putting in bids for exactly the same handheld, a Midland 42. It's probably the, actually the same set. Yeah, it could be, man. But here's the you thing. The... Here's the thing that did blow. Oh, and it, it, actually, it was lousy parenting because I let them play too many video games because I just wasn't up for moving. And I showed them Once Upon a Deadpool, which is the the children's. Have you seen it? The one with Fred Savage. The children's version of Deadpool. By the way, Fred Savage, The Wonder Years. Yeah. 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 You know, Dredge. Yeah. What a handsome man he's turned into. Doesn't look anything like Fred Savage though. <laughs> Doesn't look anything like him. <laughs> 
But he's handsome. This is, ch- this, is the, this is a children's version of a Clint Eastwood film. No, not the, the Clint Eastwood Deadpool, the Ryan Reynolds, very sweary superhero. And I found out that it was on Amazon. So I said to the boys, all right, have you found Fred Savage? Yeah, I used to really fancy it him. It doesn't look like him, though, does it? I think he still looks like Fred Savage. But let me see a picture of him, because I think you're looking at the wrong guy. Yeah, that's him. He looks more like my ex-brother-in-law. Does he? Um, so, he does, actually. But so, this, so Deadpool is a very, very sweary, F-bomb, S-bomb, breaks the fourth wall a lot, um, <laughs> sexual sexual movie, right? But they've made yeah. this version, Dredge, for kids, right? Oh, great. <laughs> so I thought... So I put it on. Right, and it's intercut with, with Fred Savage as his character from um, Princess Bride. Right? Okay. And that, those bits are very funny. Mm-hmm. Did he say, is this a kissing book? No, right. There's a bit where they're kissing and it cuts back to Deadpool reading and Deadpool's going, go on, say it. <laughs> say what? Say it. What, is this a kissing thing? Because no, because I was 12 then and I was, and actually I think kissing is quite a nice intimate thing so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it's funny, but it's funny, but it's still really, really sweary. All the F-bombs are gone, but there's about... 50 S-bombs in there. And every my boys do this funny thing, Dredge. Every time they hear a swear word, they go, oh, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so every every S-bomb, they just look at each other and go, oh, here it goes. <laughs> I don't know where it's from, but they do that. It was not a kid's film. And 20 minutes into it, I was thinking, oh, this is not a kid's film, but uh, I'm too far into it now to do it. So So we watched it, which is probably pretty, pretty poor. Basically, I was, I've was i been a terrible dad this weekend. I got taught them how to roll a, a joint. Did you? Yeah, I taught them how to roll a spliff. I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> but it was lousy parenting, Dredge. Have you ever seen the uh, family version of The it's, Godfather? It is still a 15. No, I haven't seen the family version of The, of the Godfather. <laughs> it does exist. And wow. uh, when, instead of uh, the, the horse's head being in the bed, I don't know if you know the film. I know the, I know the movies. Classic instead movies. Of, instead of the horse's head being in the bed, it's, it's just a hobby horse's head. Shut up. I'm joking. But there you, is you, actually a, there is a family film. There is a family version of The Godfather. There is a version. I, there is a chronological version of The Godfather where it's all the, the first two films edited chronologically. Oh, yeah. And does it work? No, of course not. So all the flashbacks are put in the order of when uh, they would actually be historically. Gosh. When, when are you going to do the, uh, the Rabbit Hole Film Club of uh, the Robert De Niro King of Comedy? That's what I want to know. Robert De Niro's waiting. That's not a bad shout, is it? Uh, no, it's too That's long. I, I wouldn't do it. Too long. Too long. Well, too you can l- show the first half. Uh, yeah, not doing it. I've, I've got, do you know what? I'm going to email Dan McGrath tomorrow about possibly trying to get the Magic Christian in with Joe McGrath in April. See if there's any dates wow. he can do. That's the plan. So screen the Magic Christian and, and, and Joe comes in and talks about it afterwards. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the uh, reason I phoned in... Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I made Vic Reeves laugh the other day. Oh, you made the laughter make a laugh. We love it when that, that happens. Tell us tell us exactly. what you did. I went down to... Um, there was an art exhibition he was doing in Kent. And I went down there. And I don't know. I didn't really expect to see him. Well, no, you did because you told me the other day about you went to an art exhibition expecting to see him, and instead you had to you, you got beaten up in an alleyway or something. I wasn't really paying attention to your email. Yeah, that is what happened. Yes, but um, well, after that, I thought, well, I'll, I'll just give it one more go. And uh, yeah, he was there in a very, very small room, a very, very small, crowded room. Yeah, and uh, he was looking a bit perturbed. Not, not surprisingly, because he was, you know, being crowded. Yeah. 
by all these strange people. And uh, anyway, I said to him, um, he was wearing a, a vintage sort of pop badge of some sort. Oh, yeah. And I said, uh, what's the badge? He said, oh, it's the best of bread. I said, well, that is nice to eat. I didn't think that was particularly funny, but he started what? laughing at this. What? Gosh. And then he had this photo shoot. Yeah. He was having a photo shoot, and he started laughing during this photo shoot. So people were looking at me like I'd ruined this photo shoot. Oh I, God! I he was still anyway, laughing. He was, at, he was still laughing at the "Well, it is nice to eat" line. Still laughing at a not particularly good line. Yeah. Wowzers. And yet he has gone downhill. Maybe he was laughing at the, you having the sheer audacity. Yes, that could have been. Say, I'm going to say something now, and please take it in Here the spirit go. that I'm uh, going to offer. It. Oh, I'm offended already. Here Don't be. Go. I think you've no, just got I'm... a naturally very funny face, and that's probably what came across. Thank you. Well, uh, you know, I like to think so. I like to think so. Did you have your satchel as well? It was in view. Beautiful. That's what that, that's what people like. Here we go. Here's a fun thing. So I played that song "Va Va Voom, earlier on. I don't know if you heard it. Oh yeah, good song. I did, right? Yeah. Well, then the next song that's popped up on my YouTube is called is by Crackers and it's called Judy Judy Judy. Should we have a listen to it? I've got no idea what this is. It's got to be a Cary Grant thing, hasn't it? Already this is my favourite song of all time ever. This is going to be a classic. Here we go. Right. Here we go. That's a bit rubbish actually. Um, Anything else, Dredge? Loads. Thanks very much for your call. He's a man of mystery. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk radio. For those about to talk, we salute you.